This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff. Joining me as usual is Alex. Say hello. Hey. No Scott today, but we have special guest Wade. Say hello, Wade. Hi, I'm not Scott. You are not Scott. Mm-mm. Scott is literally full of shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, today we're going to be talking about something different to gear up for the Super Bowl. And what is that going to be, Alex? This is our Super Bowl commercial special, where we'll be talking about our favorite commercials from this year and throughout our lives. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you limited it. Didn't limit to just this year, because uh, DVRs have ruined my commercial viewing experience. Yeah, mine as well. <laughs> so I would have to say, since when DVRs come out, <laughs> early mid two thousands, I don't know many. It's been that long since you've seen the commercials. Well, uh, I know, but you know what I mean. All right, go ahead. Okay, well, one that I was just uh, watching is actually um, one that I saw earlier of last year in 2014, and I think this was also a Super Bowl commercial, actually, from Doritos, because I know Doritos came out with some really good commercials, and uh, this this one guy goes is walking down the sidewalk with a huge bag of Doritos, and the kid's like, hey, time machine, it really works. He's like, it's powered by Doritos, okay. The guy steps in. He's like, nothing's happening. you got to put the whole bag in. So he puts the bag of Doritos into the container, which is just a hole that leads to the kid outside. And he's munching on Doritos, and he's you know, kicking the box, making noises. He's like, oh, it's really working. <laughs> this is the greatest day of my life. And then all of a sudden, this old man comes out of the house. He's like, hey, get off my lawn. And the kid just books it, runs away. And the dude inside the cardboard box time machine comes out, and he's like, Timmy. You're so old. (laughs) The future. (laughs) Man, that cracks me up. Doritos have had had some very good commercials over the years. Yes, they have. But this one's, like, especially strong. Yeah. Didn't they run some sort of campaign where people could, like, submit their own commercials for a while, and they had some really wacky ones? Really? Yeah. I think it was a couple of Super Bowls ago, there was, like, some sort of, like, big online contest, and, like, someone won, and there was something about, like, someone, like, a goat was wandering through some guy's kitchen and trying to get his Doritos or something. It was really bizarre. <laughs> I think that might have been last year as well. Yeah. <laughs> they might have rerun it, because it was so good. Yeah, wasn't there one where, like, the guy, his fingers are all dirty, and there's no more chips left, so the girl just starts sucking on his fingers or something? <laughs> like, Dorito does, Something man. like yeah. You know, I heard that Doritos can actually make it so that they take the, the chips taste exactly the same, but doesn't have that powder all over it. But they decided that having the powder all over it was part of the Doritos experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. It's Bastards. <laughs> no likey? No. Then you like you get it all over yourself, and it's just, it's gross. Dumb, dumb Doritos. You don't have hot girls sucking on your fingers. 
It's yeah, true. that is true. So wait, what's better, uh, Dorito powder or Cheeto powder? Uh, well, I despise Cheetos, but that's because they're they're styrofoam with cheese powder on them. <laughs> what about the powder? The powder itself, though, that's the thing is I don't really know. I don't eat enough Cheetos to really be able to judge the powder on its own merits. So <laughs> we have to solve this issue right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm on, a, but I'm gonna. Th- I'm 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 hedging over to the the Doritos side. I think that that honestly, just as an educated guess, I'm gonna like the Doritos better. Okay. Mexican right. Mexican flavors. Hmm. Much better than whatever the hell Cheetos are supposed to be. Whatever they're supposed to be, I like it. <laughs> yeah, right, I, I had Cheetos for the first time the other day, and it was uh, my teeth were hurting for days. So no more of that. <laughs> Maybe you should start brushing your teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're I, chewing dude. your teeth on Cheetos. <laughs> you're not chipping them. They get stuck in there. And you can't – even a toothbrush oh, yeah. won't get it out. Like you have to sit there and like get a pick and just sit there and just pry that crap off. Just rub some styrofoam and some cheese powder and just eat that. It'll probably – basically the same and it probably will – your dentist will appreciate it. Oh, they should do you remember mm-hmm. fun dip where you would lick the candy stick and stick it in the sugar powder? They should have like Cheeto dip yeah. where you lick a styrofoam thing, stick uh-huh. it in the cheese powder. All right, that's gross. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of gross. <laughs> just like right. snuff, just cheese snuff. You take a pinch and <laughs> just snort it. <laughs> right to the bloodstream, baby. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Who's next? Wade's next. Okay. Well, I have two words for you, gentlemen. Mortal Kombat! Remember those commercials? Yeah, I do remember those commercials. The kid with this little, like, 14-year-old goes out in the middle of a street somewhere, throws his hands up in the air, and starts screaming Mortal Kombat, and then this this wave of adolescence just come out of nowhere from, like, sewer pits and doors and down the street and just all over they just start congregating and then it keeps flashing to people screaming mortal Kombat like some sort of like like crazy cult rallying cry like there's some sort of like grassroots rebellion happening like a themed shitty, around mortal Kombat. like a shitty x body spray yeah basically yeah screaming mortal Kombat gives you like the pheromones for all the douchebag adolescents to sort of <laughs> rush around and gather around what is that oh i gotta go get that and it seemed to be that there were a lot of commercials in the 90s that seemed to – or a lot of, there's a lot of media that seemed to assume that children, adolescents, were forming some sort of underground societies that were trying to take over or were fairly violence-driven. Do you remember like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Like they, they had the, the foot arcades where all the kids would go and they would play arcade games and they would receive ninja training and go out and do shredders bidding. Mm-hmm. And they would and skateboard. He, and they would skateboard because that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. That's what the kids are doing these days. And then you had hackers where all the kids from high school would go to this underground, again, skating ring and arcade and would get into all sorts of online shenanigans, mm-hmm. perpetrating crimes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this Mortal Kombat commercial. People didn't trust adolescents in the 90s. They thought they were up to something, forming societies, wearing armbands, up to no good. <laughs> No good punks. <laughs> <laughs> and there like were no, spirit. 
Exactly. Yeah, that as well. These kids with their like underground head thrashing <laughs> concerts, running around with their hair flying everywhere, flannel. Madness, I tell you, madness. I was going to say that rock music and long hair is pretty much every generation ever. But the flannel, <laughs> flannel is where the '90s stood. <laughs> Exactly. In the, 80s, in, the, in the 80s, everything was orderly. People were wearing leather. That made sense. What would you choose to wear flannel if you didn't have to? These kids make no sense. <laughs> but he's not even wearing it. He's just tying it around his waist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always they had spare flannel in case they needed it. Uh -huh. <laughs> I remember doing that. Tying my jacket around my waist. Oh, it's got to be cool or else you're going to get your ass kicked. It's Southern California we live in. It doesn't get that hot. I mean, the temperature doesn't fluctuate that much. We desperately need a jacket at one part of the day, but then it's far too hot to wear that jacket another part of the day. Skateboarding makes you sweaty. I guess so, yeah, if you're doing your underground skateboarding. Uh -huh. <laughs> I always have fond memories of Mortal Kombat. Not just because of the video game, but because my dad was kind of into it too. But he would always, uh -huh. he would always go, "Hey, let's go play some combat mortal." <laughs> the Spanish sequence, yeah. <laughs> combat mortales. Oh, si, sí, Sub Zero es el mi favorito. <laughs> if I could say finish him in Spanish, I would right now. But my Spanish fails me. Yeah. Terminado. Terminolo, yeah. I could have come up with that eventually. Uh -huh. <laughs> Jeff, what's your what's your starting commercial? Well, uh, just I didn't have this until just now until Wade mentioned a video game one, so I have to bring up the old Zelda commercial. Levers. <laughs> yes, I honestly don't remember much about it except there's this dude in like a black turtleneck, I think, and he would just be <laughs> running around going levers, screaming, he's naming the bad. The bad guys in the game, and I remember going, "This is the stupidest game ever." Because it, it just showed this guy running around like all like he kind of looked like Screech, I think, from Saved by the Bell, and he just go with levers, levers, <laughs> and that's all I really remember. But it's one of the few video game commercials I actually remember, and I ended up obviously loving Zelda. So, yeah, that commercial right. very much misrepresented what the game was all about. <laughs> I think it was. If I remember correctly, it was a kid was starting to play Zelda, but then it flashed this guy that you were talking about, and he was in a mental asylum in a straitjacket. That's like, oh, this game is so good that it's going to make you insane, I think was the whole theme. But it's like it's, there's nothing about magic or adventuring and killing two-headed dragons. And, you know, Dick Donner makes a special appearance in the game. They never mention that. They yeah. don't. It's dangerous to go out now. Yeah. Was this for the original Zelda? Yes. Yeah. So they couldn't really show gameplay footage because it was just too crude to actually put on television at that no, point, right? It was the 80s. This was the height of technology. Of course did they, they put Did they put, they put computer game graphics on? In the, on yeah? Or the mm. Nintendo games, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I guess I mean, they yeah, just... At the time, it was better than Atari, right? It was way better than Atari, so it looked awesome. Yeah. It seemed that people in the in the in that time frame were just getting introduced to the concept of home video games, and my my hypothesis is that the ad wizards that were responsible for this commercial really had no idea how to sell it. 
And so they said, let's not show them things about magic and dragons and stuff like in the game. Let's let's do something that makes sense to us. We don't want to confuse the kids with the D and D. Right. Yeah, and it probably was on uh, only on like Saturday morning cartoons and stuff like that. It wasn't on for adults. It was on for the kids. And yeah. so kids like crazy guys saying stupid words. I don't know. <laughs> Just for some reason, it things out of my mind because it was retarded and had no. I loved the game so much and it had nothing to do with it. And, yep, that's my commercial for now. Mm-hmm. Alex, uh, I can tell you, Lucas, uh, my boy's favorite commercial. Okay. Of, of recently was the the uh, Carl's Jr. commercial where the bikini-clad chick was washing the giant black truck. Isn't that every <laughs> Carl's Jr. commercial? Yeah, pretty much. But that's the most recent one. Like, well, it's either those commercials or the ones where they just slap a burger down on the screen. <laughs> hey, this is our new big kick-you-in-the-face burger. <laughs> That is a theme amongst Carl's Jr. commercials, as they're called. They do drop burgers down from a short distance <laughs> onto, like, white tables. Mm-hmm. That's their thing. How messy it is and stuff. Yeah. And the hot chicken ones. But, yeah, Luca would just, he'd be, you know, being a kid running around being crazy. And when he, he saw out of the corner of his eye that commercial was starting, he would just freeze. He would stop and just stare at the television. <laughs> It's like, oh, should I be letting you watch this? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's on TV. It's, you know, regular, you know, broadcast television. It's not cable yeah. or anything, so I don't know. But that's his favorite commercial. He's a looker. Yeah. <laughs> he sure is. <laughs> Got to teach the boy not to stare. Just take a glance, peek at it. Oh, that's a classic picture, by the way. <laughs> Like Seinfeld, you, it's like the sun. You take a glance at it to see where it is, and then you look away. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Next. Wait. Next commercial. All right. Okay. Keep this um, going. Zima commercials. You remember <laughs> these from the 90s? I forgot. So there I remember was, Zima. I don't remember the commercials. Though. Yeah, so their spokesman was this, like, curly-haired guy wearing, like, a fedora. So you know he was cool because he was wearing a fedora. <laughs> and he would keep dropping Zs into everything he would say, like, this is something different. And the only commercial that I really specifically remember was he says, like, imagine if there was a world with no beer. And so these two guys walk into this bar and they go, I'll have beer. And the bartender's like, what? I've never heard of that. And they get confused, and they look around, and they see this girl pouring a Zima. They're like, oh, uh, Zima, sure. So they give them Zimas, and they're like, what is this? We don't know. And they drink it, and they're like, oh, I think it's pretty good, I guess. And that's the commercial. <laughs> so this commercial, their ad was that if there was nothing else in the world, <laughs> if Zima was your only option, yeah, fine, drink that, I guess. Mm-hmm. And... Because it is really just mineral water that has a little alcohol in it. Well, it was like a malt beverage. It was like a, a Smirnoff ice, basically, but in the 90s. They really tried to make this push with the, the malt drinks. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to, trying to give this air of like, oh, we're the cool new thing. But this commercial really just said, no, people have no fucking idea what Zima is, and they won't drink it unless it's forced on them. That's how I read that. <laughs> And there was another commercial I remember way back where it was like people on like a rooftop having a rooftop barbecue where people did those th- that apparently. And they all have – they have these giant like 
ice chests full of canned Zima. And I swear to God, I have never seen a can of Zima in my entire life except for that commercial. I think you're making it up. I don't, I don't think that exists. I honestly think they invented that just to make themselves seem a little bit more barbecue-y at the moment. <laughs> Wait, does Zima, do Zima still exist? Zima still exists barely. Yeah. Not so as you'd notice. They tried to make a whole, you know, they tried to take over the country. Didn't quite work, but they're not, ex- not completely dead. Should have started out with a rural town first. Yeah. <laughs> Zima. Zima. Excuse me, I ordered a Zima, not Zima. <laughs> nice. Zima is like the tab of alcoholic beverages. Like the. <laughs> yeah. It's never tab- gone, but nobody yeah. orders it. Yeah, nobody orders it, and everybody makes it. Every, if someone actually saw you drink it, they would laugh. Like, are you fucking drinking a Zima? Are you drinking a tab? Where did you even get that? What is that, Senka? Yeah, <laughs> Hydrox. 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 Those are, those are coming back, by the way. Hydrox predated Oreos. You know, they yeah. were not knockoffs of Oreos. Yeah, Oreos they're... are knockoffs of Hydrox. Yep. Just like the real Ghostbusters. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not get into that again. You've already been over the real Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. <laughs> you can tell how much Jeff enjoyed that debate. <laughs> I still don't know where we landed on that, but I just all I know is that I don't want—I don't care is what I landed on. <laughs> all right, so all right. I have a bunch of local commercials, but I'll get to those later. Okay. The, the only—yeah, I know. The only thing, so I'm just trying to rack my brain, and for some reason, this is another one that sticks out. It was, I think, a Jack in the Box commercial, and all—it's a the guy advertising one of their, you know, new. Items. It was called the fajita pita. I remember that. Yeah, I remember fajita pitas. Yeah. And all it was was this guy holding the pita up, looking at it. And I think this guy had curly hair again. I think only curly haired guys get commercials. And he's just <laughs> looking at it, and he's just going, fajita pita, fajita pita. <laughs> I, I think this is like when the word fajita was introduced to the to the world. <laughs> white the white man. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. And so they introduce these new words like Chipotle and Chipotle, stuff like that as they, yeah. Yeah, as they finally come along. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this is when the word fajita was introduced. I'm totally guessing there. But just they kept announcing fajita pizza. And he's just holding it and like looking at it like he wants to totally just make out with this piece of food in his hand. I don't know. For some reason that sticks out of my mind. And just I remember like, what the hell? I remember my mom saying the same thing. We were watching it. She remember just going like, Oh my god! <laughs> and then I think she ordered one one time, and I started doing that. Fajita pita. It worked. It worked on you. Yes, yeah, she did. My mom got suckered in. Mm-hmm. Just to find out what the hell they were talking about. Man, when yeah, when Jack in the Box had that reboot after I guess the yeah. bad cooking fiasco, their commercials right. were really strong when Jack was back. Yeah, that was one of the best rebrandings I've ever seen. Uh, they, they've got to teach that in colleges somewhere. Mm-hmm. How they did? They bounce back so hard from that because they were in the bottom of the barrel because they mm-hmm. literally killed people basically. Yeah, and <laughs> and they came back. They did. They Break. murdered people. Jack and the Bucks murdered people. Jack killed a guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, like a year later, they were right back in the mix of things with this new spokes guy, and he's been there ever since. They haven't. Uh, Jack been, is back, baby. Jack was back. Yeah, their commercials. The I think my favorite. <laughs> I, I know what you're gonna say. Th- yeah, this might have been my favorite commercial of all time. Is the meaty cheesy boys? 
Yes. <laughs> I still sing their song every once in a while. It's yeah. stuck in my head. Our target is men. What's, What's target? target? He's all dancing. <laughs> me cheese, me cheese, meat, and that's it. Oh my gosh, so good. I always that's what that's my go-to now for Jack in the Box is the ultimate cheeseburger. That's all I get. What were their names? Weren't there like two that had the same name? <laughs> I think so. But yeah, I, there was, I don't remember. There was some joke about their names. Because they actually those guys appeared on Conan. Yeah. <laughs> they did a special appearance on Conan. It was crazy how popular these guys were yeah. for, like, the week. <laughs> yeah. One guy was really fat, right? Like, he had an inexplicable fat member. Really? I don't remember that one. Yeah, yeah. I think I it was, like, four just... It was like four regular, like, boy band guys and one just big fat guy. It was just in the mix. <laughs> I think you're just thinking of Joey Fatone. Yeah. <laughs> you're thinking of the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. <laughs> But I love that commercial. Plus, there was another actual radio ad for Jack in the Box. I think it was also about the ultimate cheeseburger, yeah. where it was this announcer guy, and there was cheesy, like, uh, laser effects, like, sound effects everywhere. <laughs> He's like, what? I thought cheese was illegal. Wrong. Cheese is legal in all 50 states. <laughs> it was just a bunch <laughs> of ridiculous nonsense, and it made me laugh. Yeah. Nice. All right, Alex. That was it. That was oh, his. Oh, that was yours? Oh, yeah. I thought you were piggybacking off of mine. Okay. Also, Wait. Well, while we're on the subject of fast food, I'm going to say <laughs> Mac tonight. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's Mac tonight. It's a Mac tonight. I remember I was a kid when this came out, and I had never heard of Mac the Knife, so I had no idea why this guy was playing a piano and singing this weird like show tune. I don't even know what genre of music that is. I've, about. Never, I've still never heard that song. Mac, yeah, Mac the Knife. It's some sort of like crooner's song, like you know, like Joey Bishop would sing it or something like that. And yeah, and this giant moon-headed guy who looked creepy. I remember as a kid, I was kind of creeped out by Mac tonight, and I had no idea why he was called Mac tonight. It just it was a strange sequence of words and sounds. And I was always just very uncomfortable with this with this commercial. And it's endured for some reason. It caught people's imaginations, and people still talk about it to this day. Well, they had uh, McDonald's toys from Mac Tonight. Yeah, yeah, they would. Yeah, they would promote that thing in the Happy Meals. Yeah, and kids were supposed to know. You were supposed to get the reference of Mac the Knife. Really? I guess so. It's like, oh, <laughs> the Moon Guy. Yeah, yes, a guy in a tuxedo with a crescent moon for a head. That's fun, I guess. Just give me a fucking Happy Meal. Yeah. <laughs> Which Mac the Knife figure do you want? Just give me the fucking Happy Meal, man. That's all I want. What was crazy is that during those years, my mom used to. <laughs> this was before like the. Uh, oh, what was the stupid? Oh, Beanie Babies. It was before the Beanie uh, Baby craze. Yeah. But my mom voraciously used to collect McDonald's toys. People still do that. Really? Yeah, everything that comes through a, in, a, uh, in a Happy Meal, they want. Oof. No matter what it is, just they want to have all of the things that have ever been in a, McDo in a Happy Meal. Yeah. yeah. We, we had, like, buckets full of those stupid chicken McNugget toys with, <laughs> with different, like, cowboy and police, oh, yeah. police outfits and stuff. <laughs> We had, I remember some of the first ones were the uh, Fraggle Rock Racers. Oh, Fraggle Rock. Those are pretty awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, no one quite beats McDonald's at anthropomorphizing their food. It's <laughs> true. They don't care what it looks like. Yeah, just a lump of chicken flesh. Yeah, put some eyes on that and make that a thing. It's a chicken McNugget. Yeah, it's a chicken McNugget. It bounces around and says things. Mm-hmm. Sure, why not? <laughs> so that, go back to the Jack tonight or whatever. My that was a song. My brother and I would sing it. My dad's like, "You like that song?" And he actually had the record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he, and he would play it, and he goes, "It's Jack the Knife. It's about a serial killer or something like that. Like it's about Jack the Ripper or something." No, no. It's it's Mac the Knife. It's Mac the Knife. Oh, sorry, Mac the but Knife. But he's like, yeah, he's like a bandit. That's why they call. Him, yeah, he's yeah, got a okay. knife and he, and he robs people. He's not a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but my dad remember being so happy that we liked some song that he had an old uh, yeah. small record player. One of the small ones, the forty fives or whatever. And he had yeah. it. And you're like, what the heck? We understand each other. What are you talking about, Dad? Just give me my fucking Happy Meal. <laughs> so that also happened when we two live crew, um, totally different direction, but two live crew would have all their like nasty songs, and there was the the Dua Diddy song, and my dad heard us singing it, but he didn't know the words we were singing. It's like, oh, you like that? It's Man for Man, and he had the real versions of it. <laughs> But then one time we were playing it too loud, and my neighbor heard it, and she ratted us out, and I got busted. Oh, what a bitch. Yeah, it was one of like the really bad songs. I forgot which one it was. but yeah. Playing it so loud your neighbor could understand the lyrics? Yeah. yeah that's pretty, okay, maybe that was a little bit unreasonable. <laughs> well, we, we, we had a boombox out in the, front, in the front yard, and that's Ooh. how she was able to hear it. My parents weren't home. Old so we school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to hip hop on your boombox. I didn't know you're so street. I was just gonna say, was weird. It was a white neighborhood, a bunch of yeah. white boys listening to a boombox with two live crew on it. Hey, you gotta be careful with the boombox. It's not a toy. I know. Um, Some boom in that box. Yeah. So for me, another commercial. We've mentioned this before, but I guess it's now it's official. Would be the twins commercial, or uh, the movie Twins. And like, I think we talked about this during the Twins episode. You guys did, I guess. Yeah. Because I wasn't even here for that one. But you guys <laughs> did mention that commercial, right? Where the, Alex must, lo- might have. Yeah, it was local it. or not. But yeah. it was about the Twins. But it was the done in the voice of Arnold Schwarzenegger. And we're brothers, identical twins, as you will see. <laughs> I, I think everyone who's heard that commercial loves it and can memorize it. Yeah. Channel 5 should bring that back. <laughs> I think it was Channel 5 or 13 that did that song. Was it Channel 5? I don't know. It must not have been local. I'm sure it was. It was local. I mean, no, I'm sure got, they the, the one I found on YouTube was from some other affiliate in, like, Texas or in the East Coast, but it, it didn't, it wasn't, like, super popular. I think it was local. <laughs> you just said it was in Texas and then out in California. Yeah, there like are one not... station. It was okay. a local spot. Not a local spot if you heard it in Texas and California. Um, yeah, that's that. One. That's it for me. But I love that one. That was a good, good one. I don't remember too many movie commercials, right? Those are just usually trailers anyway, and they're not. Yeah. Nothing great, but that one was good. Well, for me, one of the commercials that in my, they don't run them anymore, but I appreciate them so much now because I love. I'm a dad now. I love puns. I have to pun everything. <laughs> but um, when <laughs> the old survival insurance commercials, 
It's like, I don't got any money. <laughs> so they're playing poker, and he's like, I don't have any money. So he puts his keys down on the table. Oh. Uh... Like, it? It's a Corvette. It's parked right outside. <laughs> the dude's like, is it insured? Yeah. By survival. <laughs> no, yeah. I can't take that bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, those were so stupid. Yeah. To remember those, though. By survive? No, I can't take that bit. Or he's like walking in the desert because his car broke down and it's, you know, blistering heat and he's right. sweating and this hot girl in a Ferrari drives up. It's like, hey, need a ride? Yeah. Is it insured? Of course. By survival? No. I can't take that ride. <laughs> so stupid. It was like the owner, the owner of survival that was in all of his own commercials. Yeah, probably. Oh, those were great. Nice. What about what about the the Eastwood commercials? The woulda, shoulda, shoulda, coulda, Eastwooda. <laughs> Man, I forgot about this. <laughs> Car insurance commercials is some of the worst commercials ever, it seems. Yeah. Nowadays, they have that – was the general? It was a terrible yeah. 3D oh my animation. God. <laughs> like, yeah, like a first-year animation student created that thing. They've been using it for like 10 years. I know. One of those commercials cracks me up because it's like they're supposed to be at a dinner party, except the girls in it are ridiculously hot. Like, it was just so – overcast for this stupid general commercial <laughs> always cry it stands out like a sore thumb like she's pretty much they went to the, the stripper strip place down the street brought one of them over like oh put the sweater on her and all right film it you want insurance <laughs> oh my god yeah and then that little guy comes out <laughs> he sings the song yeah 1-800-GENERAL now Hans Stratford is not sponsored by a general yeah <laughs> If they want to sponsor us, we'll take it. Yeah, we will take it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take that sponsorship. All right, he's turning. Are, his... are you sponsored? Yeah, by survival. Get <laughs> <laughs> you, Wade. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, how about the classic Sunny D commercial? <laughs> oh, nice. And I don't know. I don't know why everybody remembers this commercial. It's really just the fact that he says purple stuff. I think I he's, he's sorting through the beverages in his in his uh, in his refrigerator. They've got milk. They've got apple juice. They've got OJ. They've got purple stuff, and they've got Sunny D. And all these kids like lose their shit. Oh my God, Sunny D, get that one! <laughs> and it was just a mystery of what the hell the purple stuff was. Why is there purple stuff in the family refrigerator? It's grape drink. It's purple grape drink. drink. Yeah. <laughs> but they're white kids, so that, that can't be it. Well, they save it for their black friends. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> and the friends weren't black. That is true. Is the... <laughs> That's a spoof waiting to happen. Yeah, say, yeah, all the kids are over there, and he says purple stuff, and the one black friend's like, oh! <laughs> you can keep your fucking Sunny D, white boy. I want my purple drink. Jeff at gmail.com. I know, whatever. <laughs> you guys started it. Uh, but yeah, Sunny D, I let her We're calling that, it. Okay, go ahead. That Sunny D turned out to be just pretty much 90% corn syrup. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's oh. just water, orange extracts, and, and sugar. Yeah. Oh. It's, art, it's super artificial orange juice. Yeah. <laughs> it's orange Kool Aid. 
Yeah, well, it's as much grape juice as grape drank is grape juice. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. I get it. And I think that might have been the first commercial where they called it Sunny D instead of Sunny Delight to be cool. Oh, yeah. That was the start of those, like, trying to, sh- trying to cool up the, uh, the, the brand name. Like, McDonald's became Mickey D's, which they still sometimes use. Sunny D, Mickey, Mickey D. Everything was a D for some reason. That made it cool to kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. KFC. It was always Kentucky Fried Chicken before they changed to KFC. Yeah, that's I think that's the hide the fried. The fried, yeah, that, that was yeah, yeah, that's what that was. But also, people were calling it KFC for a while. I think kitchen, just kitchen fresh ki- chicken. Kitchen fresh chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Right. I've never, I've never had their oven baked chicken. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's ever had that. <laughs> Does it still exist? Maybe. I haven't made a Kentucky Fried Chicken in uh, fifteen. Yeah, I, I rarely go. I've been there exactly fifteen years. <laughs> still good. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is it right to El Pollo Loco? Oh, Jeebus. I'm gonna have to say KFC is better. Really? I do, I do love me some Pollo Loco, but KFC, man. Mm. It's the sides that take it over the top. That's true. The chicken is really good, but their mashed potatoes and especially their mac and cheese. The mac and cheese is fucking ridiculous. That is true. I have had that. Biscuits, forget about it. (laughs) Biscuits are good, but they just make me thirsty. Like, I want to like biscuits, but then I start eating them. It's like, it's just, I have no more moisture in my mouth. I cannot taste anything anymore. Well, then grab yourself a cup of Sunny D. (laughs) (laughs) Where is it? It's behind the purple stuff. Yeah. Always behind the purple stuff. Lurking. Okay, here's our Shark Tank product. We'll make a new drink called Purple Drink. <laughs> purple stuff. I think it already exists. If you look. I'm purple sure, yeah. yeah. Someone's probably tried that. It's like an energy drink or something. Yeah. Purple stuff. <laughs> All right, so this one I came up with just because you reminded me with the survival was the Pace Picane Sauce commercial. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Those have come back recently. Have they? they? Yeah. Just a bunch of dudes sitting around, a ca- or cowboys sitting around a campfire and eating salsa. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> salsa with a spoon. <laughs> yeah. As you do. As cowboys do. This stuff's good. Where this stuff made? This stuff's made in New York City. New York rope. City. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They never said where Pace was made. Did they? No, it's San Antonio. This stuff's made in San Antonio. Where's that uh, stuff made? Let's say okay. New York City. New York City. <laughs> Get a rope. Get a rope. Which they cut off after a while, apparently due to complaints. They stopped airing the little Get a Rope part. Ooh. <laughs> Nowadays, those commercials are like the same cowboy sitting around the campfire, but there's one cowboy that puts like whipped cream on his coffee. <laughs> That's that fella from New York City. <laughs> it's that could... guy or the guy's like alright and they you know all have their one person you know cowboy tent but this yeah. guy has a two story like luxury tent from New York City well, I want to be that guy <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> New York City cowboy sounds awesome <laughs> he's got condiments he's got a good uh... <laughs> New York City cowboy I like it <laughs> It's not quite Midnight Cowboy. It's New York City Cowboy. <laughs> Can I just say that because of those commercials, to this day, I haven't seen a Pace commercial 
in at least 10 years. Whenever someone says, hey, pick up the pace, I think, pick up the thick and chunky one. Pick up the pace. <laughs> that literally goes through my mind whenever someone says pick up the pace. I forgot about that tagline. Yeah. yeah. It's it's ingrained in my skull like like a lamprey, and it will never go away. It works. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had paste picante sauce, by the way. I couldn't tell you if I ever had. <laughs> I'm I'm not exactly a connoisseur of, of picante sauce, so. I've had some paste. It's pretty good. Yeah. Right. yeah. Not too fast, not too slow. Just yeah, just the right pace. <laughs> Thinking chunky. Beer break. It's a boys to men. And we're back. Uh, Alex, think it's your turn. Uh, keeping in theme with some really stupid pun commercials were the guest gene commercials. Uh, yeah. What were? Well, I don't remember much about those. What were those? It was just com- some girl. Uh, Walking down like some train tracks or something, you know, all alone. There's some guys trying to hit on her, going, "Hey, what kind of jeans are those?" Yes. She says, "Guess." And he starts, "What Levi's?" <laughs> yes. This <laughs> is like, a Laurel and Hardy was, routine. Yeah, yeah, I know. Was, <laughs> I think he starts naming off some like other like jean brands and stuff. I only know Levi's. What's another right. one? Like Sarah Lee or something. <laughs> Sarah Lee. I know oh, Lee. Is Lee? That yeah, Lee jeans. Is Lee? Guess. <laughs> Wasn't uh, Anna Nicole Smith the, one of the girls? Oh, that's the one. It yeah. was her. Yeah, this is I think right as she was a playmate, or right before she became the playmate of the year and became all popular and everything. But yeah, I think she, she at least was one of them. I don't know if there was more than her, but. Mm-hmm. And the guy kept guessing, and he never guessed guess. Because <laughs> they aren't good jeans. I don't know why commercials want you to think that no one's ever heard of them. Like yeah, the Zima was, commercial. Like, yeah, why is that a good thing that I've never heard of this product before? <laughs> it was a, a trend in the 90s. There's a lot of that. They, well, I guess they were trying to make it exclusive or something like that. Yeah. Like Maybe. A speakeasy. It was a gene speakeasy. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Wade. Wade. Next. Um, <clears throat> okay, well, this one is rather personal. Uh, the Ooh. Christmas Fruity Pebbles commercials. Does anyone remember these? <laughs> no, not at They're all. They're singing like a uh, Christmas carol, but it's about Fruity Pebbles. And, you know, it was like, yabba-dabba-doo, delicious doo. And then Barney was like, ho, 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 I'm ha-ha-hungry. And he goes down the chimney, and he's dressed like Santa Claus. And Barney's like, oh, Santa Claus, let me give me some Fruity Pebbles all to music and everything. And then he's about to eat the, the Fruity Pebbles, but then the real Santa Claus comes. And he was like, what, Barney, my pebbles? And then the Santa Claus is like, tis the season to be sharing, Fred. And then, then they have they both eat fruity pebbles and they continue singing the thing. And I don't know why that sticks in my head so much because it was just such a fucking generic like ugh, like saccharine breakfast cereal commercial, <laughs> Christmas themed breakfast cereal. I guess I'm 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 kind of 
hooked on like jingles and stuff. Those really just like stick into my head. And that one must have been playing for like a solid year or something. I don't know. I guess it was only playing in the Christmas season. Must have played the Christmas season for a couple solid years because I could practically sing that entire fucking commercial from memory. And it's been 20 years since I've seen that thing. And I never liked it to, be, to begin with. And I never once ate Fruity Pebbles because fruit-flavored cereal, fuck that shit. <laughs> oh, wait and spite in words. I love yeah. Fruity Pebbles. Really? Fruity Pebbles. Well, not even like – there's Cocoa Pebbles. You realize there's already Cocoa Pebbles. Yeah. You can have chocolate-flavored cereal. You don't have to have fruit-flavored cereal. Yeah, if you do if you want life to love life because Fruity Pebbles, <laughs> oh, yeah, I never so liked- good. I never. I wasn't a fan of either of the Pebble cereals. No, honestly, I like, yeah, I didn't like chocolate choco, whatever they were called, Pebbles either. What like, did you like? Cocoa, Cocoa Puffs and uh, Tricks. Yeah, it was Captain Crunch. Uh, you must yeah. have had a, a mouth roof of steel. Oh, and... oh definitely. Yeah, it's still sandpaper up there. <laughs> <laughs> looks like the moon. Craters. <laughs> I did a couple months ago try Captain Crunch. Boy, was yeah. that a mistake. <laughs> I needed stitches. <laughs> well, they're only like that for about 15 seconds because after 15 seconds, they're just mush. It's just porridge immediately. <laughs> There's about a good 10 to 15 seconds of, of like time when they're still eatable. Edible. <laughs> I mean, you can eat them. <laughs> and Crunch Berries. God, I hate Crunch Berries. Again, don't put fruit flavors in this stuff. I would eat around the crunch. I hate it when my mom bought Crunchberry uh, Captain Crunch. She never, she, yeah, she kept buying it thinking I liked it, and I never encouraged her to do so. <laughs> I think I was the same with that. I'd prefer to have it without the Crunchberries, but if there were Crunchberries yeah. in it, then whatever. I'd eat them. Wasn't there one, one where like, it was like the cocoa with the, the whatever, the Crunchberry thingy, bird thing, went crazy and filled boxes entirely with Crunchberries? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. They they came out with Crunchberry only cereal for a while. Yeah. Which which where's that? Nowhere. That's why because Crunchberries suck. <laughs> what about corn pops? Pops? Uh, never really ate them. No. Really, corn pops che- are good. And yeah, Cheerios. Frosted mini wheats. I always wanted frosty wheats. My parents like kind of refused to buy it for me. I think they realized I would hate it, and I just never like. No, that's just like shredded wheat bullshit. You don't want that. But they were frosted. Oh, so good. Only half, only half of them, though. That was yeah. half. Oh, uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The cool thing about, I think it was frosted mini wheats, was they, they would not float. They would sink. <laughs> and, like, you would think, oh, there's no more. You'd, all you see is milk. And you're like, oh, yeah. there's nothing left but little crumbs. And then you'd scoop in there and be like, oh, they're still in there. <laughs> and because it was, like... Pure wood that you were eating. It was still, it was still pretty crunchy, even though they were soaked in milk. It's almost like a stew. Like you got to dig deep for the for the good stuff. Go right to the bottom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like Alec, I, this is already a while. Like, like after when I like moved out of my parents' house and I had to buy cereal on my own, and I realized how expensive it was. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm not gonna do that. But every once in a while, I would buy, and I would buy. The stuff that I always wanted, which would be the Captain Crunch and the Fruity Pebbles. And I yeah. can't do it anymore. Like, now if I have cereal, it's just like plain Cheerios or Corn Flakes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that is it. Because it's so sweet. Ugh. When I moved out, I would buy boxes of Cheerios and I would eat them dry with my hand. Like a baby. Yeah. No, I would, I would do, instead of, like, <laughs> chips or something, it would be Cheerios. I'd just reach in and just grab them. 
Do you have a little spill-proof cup you'd stick your hand in? And But sometimes I would have a glass of milk, so I would have dry cereal and then wash it down with a glass of milk. Just mix it in your mouth. Yeah, basically, because then you could eat it at your own pace. Because that was always the thing with cereal. Like I said before, it just turns to mush so fast. And well, you, you want should crunchy. get the uh, thinking Chunky style then. <laughs> the pace, the pace <laughs> breakfast cereal? Yeah. The thick and chunky one? <laughs> so wait, let me get this right. You would pour milk in your mouth and gargle no, no, no. and then just sprinkle <laughs> Cheerios in your mouth. And then you'd get the perfect texture I, of Cheerios to milk. What, what, you, what you would want to do is you'd put a fistful of Cheerios in your mouth and then do the milk. That's easier. That makes more sense. Then you crunch it all up right there. So then you you get the yeah. So then the Cheerios have literally no time to get soggy. You're getting the perfect spoonful. It's like the first spoonful of cereal every single time you eat it, for the entire duration of the snack. Oh that gosh. is, it's flawless. It's a, honestly when you think about it. I'm, I'm ahead of my this. time. Yeah. But if you ate like this in public, you'd probably be thrown into a special room. Because... <laughs> I would either be hailed as a hailed as a, the savior of mankind or denounced as a madman. That's all true visionaries are. He eats his Snickers with a knife and fork. <laughs> I'm just picturing Wade like at a park bench, pouring milk. I know I'm doing the reverse of what you're actually doing, but like pouring right, milk yeah. in his mouth, gargling, mm. and then just like sprinkling Oreos <laughs> in your mouth. The crowd just gathers around in awe, just watching me. What is he doing? <laughs> oh god! <coughs> oh Jesus, uh, Jeff. Um. Okay, so this one I don't know if many people saw it, but it was on late night. Like I always remember it would be on like after. Is it a condom commercial? No, it wasn't. That's the weird part. Yeah, it wasn't like a boner pill commercial or anything like that, or a you know one eight seven seven hotline, whatever those things are. <laughs> Join the party. <laughs> yeah, but it would be like so. If I remember, like there would be like the Tonight Show, then there would be the Late Show, and then there would be the Late Late Show, and then they'd replay the Tonight Show or the Late Show, and it'd be on like during that. Segment, so it'd be like it's a like two four th- in the morning. Yeah, at that point it would be. It'd be like two or three in the morning, <laughs> and it was Closet World. I don't know if you guys remember this <laughs> Closet World. Yeah, and it was. They were just like they can go to your closet and make it better. I don't remember, but it had like this three D rendering of a of a stick man. Like oh, imagine yeah. if you would go and like you know the sign for a man on a men's bathroom and someone popped that out and made it a 3d animation and it's just like slowly like dancing over the screen the entire time they're talking about closet world and he's just like pumping his fist and lifting his knee closet world and he's just doing these closets yeah but it wasn't it was like a slow motion like twerk or something i don't know it was and i remember it's like what the hell is this And it was always like three in the morning like i said so i'd be like am i imagining this is this like a real thing um, is this real life? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, there you go. I I don't think many people see that, but that's one I always think of yeah. when I think of commercials. Mm-hmm. Closet World. Closet World. And speaking of 3D, the first time, I think this was the first time I ever saw uh, 3D animation, and it changed my life forever, was the old Listerine commercials. Where it was yeah. like the blue bottle, and he was swinging through the jungle, and it was playing that yeah. song. Yeah. But it was and it was gargling, right? <laughs> he was doing, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember those. <laughs> it was that commercial. Those were exciting, yeah. Yeah, and then when uh, there was another one with the Listerine commercials fighting, like, tooth decay or cavity as a monster, and he had a sword and shield. That was pretty badass. <laughs> Man, I love those commercials. That was the first time you saw 3D animation? Yeah. You like, never seen... For real. You saw, saw this before, like, Tron? Well, no, but back then it just... <laughs> that just looked 2D. Okay. <laughs> More like real, real 3D animation. Like modern 3D animation. Yeah, okay. Not like vector graphics like right. from the old uh, Star Wars arcade <laughs> machine. Yeah. It was just a bunch of lines in perspective. <laughs> <laughs> we've come all the way to the General's commercials. We've, we've come so far. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's using mocap now. Is he? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because that was one of the things that was so terrible. And was, not only was he like just pure blank like textures on him and incredibly low res like it, it was also that he was so stiffly animated he looked like some sort of like wind up toy mm -hmm. but now he's actually mocap yeah, they have him playing uh, b-ball with some dude he's saying he wins so he has to get the general insurance <laughs> <laughs> but yeah he's mocap he's slamming dunks and whatnot they are sticking with that guy. Yeah, they are. It's the general. <laughs> Can't stop now. Yeah. Or he invested too much in the general. <laughs> uh, what's next, Wade? Okay. Um, all right. So, sure, the deodorant from the 80s. I forgot about sure. They had this theme song, raise your hand, you know it. Raise your <laughs> hand, you got it. You feel confident, secure. Oh da, 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 da. Gosh, raise your hand if you're sure. And it was just this montage of these just tragically 80s people. Just these like women with like big frizzy hair and shoulder pads like sitting in their college classrooms like raising their hands confidently. Just lots of armpits. It was just a montage of armpits. <laughs> 80s armpits. Because they're sure, man. Because they're sure. They're confident. And I remember asking them, like, why are they all – why am I staring at, at armpits for this Kentucky? It's like, well, it, they're showing that they're not sweating through their armpits. I'm like, really? That's, this, that's the point of this? Look, I'm not sweating through my armpits right there. Look at that. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> and yeah. I remember thinking – I'm picturing this in my mind, and all the women look like they're in their 40s. But I'm sure they're actually – they're all, like, in classrooms – so they must have been like college students, but because of the way they're dressed, women in the 80s always looked 40, like immediately. As soon as they hit adulthood, they immediately look 40 because of the shoulder pads and like the frizzy hair and the, like the gigantic owl glasses. Everybody in the 80s looked terrible. And all the men with their like little like, you know, like porn star stashes and things and their like weird kind of like floppy hair. Everybody in the 80s, no, there, was no good, there was no way to look good in the 80s, even when they were so confident in the fact that they weren't sweating through their underpants. And <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were looking terrible to me. I do remember that commercial. But we were an Old Spice family, so we were forbidden from getting Old sure. Yeah. <laughs> Old Spice to this day? No, 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 Yes. That'll come around back to me. But yeah. do, you remember, do you remember the, 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 the original Pee Wee Herman show where it was the live, the live show that he did with the Groundlings with like Phil Hartman? And stuff like that. No, I only heard about that one. Oh, you should. And I only saw the TV show. That was like a classic from my childhood. I was I watched that before. Like he ever had like the kids show. This was like for adults when Pee Wee Herman was still for adults. 
and there was um well it, there was this woman Miss Yvonne was listing off things for a perfect husband and the Terry the pterodactyl asked what is your favorite men's cologne and she says Old Spice and everybody kind of like 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 reacts like huh eh? okay like write it down I guess and I asked like why is why is that joke why is Old Spice jokes well it's like an old person's cologne it's very unhip that was the joke. <laughs> so in the 80s, Old Spice was for old, weird people. Yeah. These days, it's for Terry Crews and blowing things up, and they've mm-hmm. completely branded. So when they started doing the whole, like, Old Spice crazy, it was like, ah, Old Spice, rebrand themselves, very good. They've turned it around. Well, that was going to be my next one, so let's just get into it. Real old Spice commercials, yeah, I'm surprised we'll, we'll, we took us this long. Yeah, we'll get back. <laughs> we'll come back around to Jeff, but... Yeah, when they did Swan Dive, I think that was the first yeah. like, real crazy one that I saw. I was like, what? Yeah. Old Spice? And I was already, you know, on Old Spice because of You my were dad, sold so, already, yeah. yeah. You were, were on Spice. the ground floor. But now, it's like, because I was experimenting with that gel stuff from Speedstick or whatever. I was like, uh... oh, screw this. <laughs> I want to Swan Dive into some Old Spice. Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. Dead that was also the... I'm the guy who you your guy you wish your guy smelled like or something like that. That was Old Spice too. Yeah, yeah. Terry was... Crews kind of took that guy's job. Yeah, he did. Power. Also amped up the the character. Yeah, exactly. yeah. H. <laughs> it was like pecs were like singing or something like that. They were just all sorts oh, he's of. Got, he had that online YouTube thing where you can make your own music on the keyboard by flexing yeah. Terry Crews' muscles. <laughs> Man, that thing is crazy. It's crazy good. Yeah. Wasn't Bruce Campbell doing Old Spice commercials too, or no? Yeah, he was. Yeah. I, I think that was Old Spice. Yeah, he was dressed up like the Continental. Like he was dressed as this, like in a smoking jacket and like a yeah. like, like an ascot, whatever those are called. And he was like all like genteel. <clears throat> but yeah. that didn't land as hard as the, oh, man, the other I ones. remember that. Yeah, that was in the beginning when they, they you know, they kind of scattergun for a while and they see what lands and they just kind of spring aboard off that. Yeah. Speaking of deodorant, do you remember the Hulk Hogan one? I don't even remember what it was. We kept talking about odoriferous emanations. <laughs> <laughs> a true artiste should be known for his inspiration, not his perspiration. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I don't know what it was, what deodorant it was, but as soon as you guys start talking deodorant, I started thinking of Hulk Hogan. Okay. I do remember those commercials very, very vaguely. Yeah. <laughs> Back when Hulk Hogan was still a mainstream enough star to be pitching things. Yeah. <laughs> I, right. just saw, I just saw No Holds Barred for the first time pretty much ever. What? I'd seen about 10 minutes of it, like the first 10 minutes, like ages and ages ago. So we all sat down and watched No Holds Barred. The thing that struck me the most about No Holds Barred is the contempt it has for wrestling fans. (laughs) It portrays wrestling fans as the most redneck, psychotic, savage-like, moron-mouth-breathing idiots you could ever possibly imagine. Like, they go to this bar, and it's all full of wrestling fans. And they're all spitting on the ground, and they got, like, open sores, and they got like, giant things of chewing tobacco in their mouths. They're just characterized as the most slack-shod yokels you could ever imagine. I'm thinking, this is what they're characterizing their fans. They want to make this movie to make more wrestling fans. And they're showing you, this is what wrestling fans are. I'm supposed to want to be those people? 
I was completely taken out of the movie the entire time. Going, why am I supposed to be rooting for this if you're calling me one of these people? I don't want to be that person. <laughs> Take a good look in the mirror, Wade. <laughs> oh my God, my mouth is full of chaw. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I'm not sure anymore. I would put my hand down. <laughs> oh man. All right, I think it's uh, Jeff's turn. Yeah. Um, so I want to do the, some of the local ones. So All right. I don't know. I mean, growing up here, I, um, there was a few of them, but the, I think the most popular one that I remember the most in the mornings would be um, Cal Worthington. Ah, that was on my list. Yeah. And his dog think, spot. And his dog spot. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, probably the most iconic Southern California like <laughs> yeah. local commercial is the Cal Worthington commercials. So if you're not from around here, it's a local uh, car used car dealership. Well, local. It's in L.A. We're in Orange County, but L.A. close enough. You'd still get the commercials. Same demographic he, area. Yeah, same demographic, and it would be, you know, uh, Cal Worthington and his dog spot. And if you want a good or low price, go see Cal. Go see Cal. But it sounded like Pussy Cal when you were a kid. I don't yeah. know. That was always the thing. On the, <laughs> sounded like he was saying Pussy Cal. What the hell's yeah. a Pussy Cal? <laughs> and he would show up, and his dog spot was never a dog. He'd just right. be pulling in a giraffe or a monkey or a, a seal or something. <laughs> a seal. Yeah. And then, and he just then at the end he just reel off like the great prices he has on these specific cars. You know, got this nineteen eighty six cent Cadillac twenty nine ninety five, and then he just yeah, yeah. <laughs> go through and and I still see those commercials. Well, not still, but I know within the last five years I've still seen those commercials. They still trotting out. He's like in his nineties, and they were still trotting him out, and he could barely talk. He did it like a Supreme Court justice to the day he died. <laughs> yeah, he was doing those commercials. Is he, is he is he still alive or did he die? No, he's dead. Oh, he's dead. Okay. His son is actually taking over the commercials. Well, yeah. Okay. And uh, and then there was a classic one that came out later because this it's in Long Beach, right? Isn't that where it's located, or it's close? It's Long Beach. It, there's just one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a chain. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> and um, so Snoop Dogg, who's from Long Beach, he he <laughs> was on one of the commercials, and he's like, "If you want a fly ride, come on down to." Cal Wardenton, we'll hook you up, or something like that. I remember yeah. dying when I saw that commercial. <laughs> <laughs> just seeing Snoop Dogg high as a guy yeah. this goddamn. One time he got so high, he decided, let's go be in a Cal Worthington commercial. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's pretty high, even for Snoop. Yeah. <laughs> so, on, I, on the subject of Cal Worthington, have you ever seen the movie Blood, Guts, Bullets, and Octane? Nope. It's a Joe Carnahan movie. He's the one that did like um, uh, the Smoke and Aces and a couple of movies. He's kind of like a, one of the kind of fairly generic action movie directors that got cycling around Hollywood these days. His like first breakout movie was called Blood, Gut, Blood Guts, Bullets, and Octane, and it turns out that th- there's this character who is clearly supposed to be Cal Worthington. He's like this tall, skinny Southern guy with like this gigantic. Um, uh, cowboy hat on which is what cal Worthington was kind of known for is where this giant white cowboy hat and all of his commercials who owns this chain of car car dealerships and uh it turns out that he's the villain behind the whole thing and this car that he's been trying to get has like has yeah i'm spoiling it completely he has like the blood from like african children or something which he believes is magical and wants to use to cure his like wife's cancer or something like that and so he's sending all these assassins out against the main hero to try to get this car back because he's got the blood of children in the back seat so kel worthington is this evil vampire guy 
villain. I'm sold. I thought that was funny. Cal Worthington. <laughs> and I was like, watching this going, only people from Southern California are even going to get this reference that this is supposed to be Cal Worthington. I felt very privileged to be from this area. <laughs> Did he have a dog named Spot? I don't believe they ever referenced the dog Spot thing, but I, I could be wrong. It's been a while since I saw it. It wasn't actually a very good movie, but <laughs> I did appreciate the fact that Cal Worthington was the villain. Cool. <laughs> All right, Alex. Uh, man, I'm running out of commercials here. What did I want to say? Ah, oh, damn it. Come back to me. Wade. Okay, this is the last one on my list, and this one is incredibly personal. Um... I used to, so I'm not going to say because it it's really it's personal. You guys shouldn't cry. Um, but uh, back when I was a kid, uh, kind of like a custom uh, with my family was that my mom would go to uh, ceramics class on Wednesdays. So me and my father were kind of left alert to our own devices. And so we'd usually go out and get some food or something and bring it back. And then this old house would be playing. And we'd watch this old house, whatever we got for dinner. And so Bob Vila and stuff. And so this old house was was um, sponsored by Home Depot. So like three times per episode, like during commercial breaks, this nasally southern woman would come on and deliver the exact same speech about Home Depot so many times that I could recite it from memory. And it's like. This, the Home Depot, is proud to bring you this program. You'll find more of everything for every project, plus trained and knowledgeable people to help you at Home Depot. Every single time, like three times per hour, I would watch this week after week after week. And It wasn't Builder's it, Emporium? It was not Builder's Emporium. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it was Home Depot. The America's original do-it-yourself warehouse. So whenever I'm around Home Depot, I'm always thinking to myself, oh, it's America's original do-it-yourself warehouse. One <laughs> of these days when I make my own movie, I'm going to, hey, wait, I need you to do the Home Depot lady voice. <laughs> <laughs> I want to meet that lady. <laughs> That's a pretty good voice, Wade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever you go to Home Depot, America's original do-it-yourself warehouse, just think of me and that, and that lady. Mm-hmm. Remember me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's all I got. All right. So I have more. I think they're local ones. And these are the ones I remember from, like, in the afternoons. And there was Stefan. Jack Stefan. Call your man Jack Stefanovich. Yeah. So he was, like, a plumber or electrician. And uh, the announcer would say his name wrong. His name was Stefan, but for some reason that was too complicated. So the <laughs> announcer would say a different version of it every time. Jack Stefanovich. And he'd Stephen. look... He look at the commercial and goes, Stefan, Jack, Stefan, and then you need this done and this done. Call Jeff Stefanski, Stefan, <laughs> Jack, Stefan. It just went on for like it seemed like hours, but it yeah. was always on. <laughs> it was like an SNL commercial, just kept going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what I remember. They, they, I remember always being on that. And I honestly, I don't remember the commercial, but it, it would always be it was like an animated nursing school commercial. Do you remember that? They would show it like during the daytime when I would guess it would be like stay-at-home wives or people without jobs <laughs> be watching TV and there'd be commercials to go to these, you know, these uh, trade schools and one was like always nursing and there'd be like a 
bot like a and it was all like a cartoon. It'd be like a bottle that someone threw out in the water, the message in a bottle type thing. And oh yeah, and I remember. And I just say that I remember it. Yeah, it was something like that. And next thing you know, the person was you know, living a successful life and nursing, sleeping on a pile of money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nursing. <laughs> dot 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 profit. Never mind all the dead people you're gonna have to handle. Yeah. Nursing. <laughs> And then I'll do one more since we're doing local stuff. It's got to be uh, Larry H. Parker. Oh, how did I not think of that? <laughs> Those God. commercials are coming back, too. Yeah, he's, he's still just as strong as ever, that guy. He doesn't age. Have you noticed that? He's yeah. a vampire. He is a vampire. <laughs> so Larry H. Parker is a local shyster. I don't know. <laughs> he's a local boy. He's an injury attorney. Yeah, he's a, he's a ambulance chaser. Ambulance chaser. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Better call Saul. And he's yeah, talking. exactly. Oh. I'll fight for you, and he has all these things. And always at the very end, they'd show like I guess the one guy who won. Yeah. <laughs> one big, <laughs> some, yeah. yeah, some dude, and he just goes, "Larry H. Parker got me two point one million," and that would just be the end of every commercial. And yeah, it'd be like a little small box like, yeah. in the uh-huh. corner of the screen. He was so beat up. Oh my gosh, his face was hamburger meat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so the case was probably the guy got run over ten times in front of a yeah. cop. Well, there was a big there was there was always the rumor like that guy is completely paralyzed. That guy cannot move a muscle. That's why he's just that's why it's only like his mugshot basically. Yeah. So then in in later commercials they would show him like leaning against like a motorcycle or something like that. Larry H. Parker got me two point one million and man, I'm enjoying it. Like, see, I can stand up. See, yeah. <laughs> and then I do remember eventually it'd be Larry H. Parker got me. Uh, you know the story. You he know wouldn't the even story. Say, yeah. He wouldn't even say the number. Mm-hmm. Fighting for you is my job. Yeah, he was so angry. Yeah, he wanted yeah. to take on everybody. Yeah, he was always pointing at the camera angrily <laughs> in front of his big wall of books. Yep. <laughs> it's pretty much uh, better call Saul. I'm pretty much oh, Saul Goodman. Totally. <laughs> Have you seen? Have you guys seen the recent ones? I have not. These were just, I just no. saw this this month, oh, yeah. where it's like uh, he's there and one of his other partners and lawyer, and they just finished up a case. It's like you know what? It was a really good idea to bring over that one witness. Oh it really yeah, helped us out. Yeah, yeah, I thought you were well, talking about the Better Call Saul thing. Yeah, I did see that commercial. <laughs> it was the most staged, painful thing. It was like this like dialogue, like "Hey, I did this thing, and look at these com- things. This is gonna crack our case. It's a good thing we did this. Yes, that's true." Because we'll fight for our customers. <laughs> he did like a little skit. It was like terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Larry H. Parker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Going back to that, like, it's Stefan guy. Do you remember that commercial? I, for- I honestly forget what it was for. But it was like this guy who was like interviewing for a job. And he's like, when you hear the word dumbass, like, I want you to think of me. I want to be part of the dumbasses. Yeah, yeah, dumbass I, I think I'm a dumbass. And then he, yeah, and then he looks and the guy's got the little nameplate. It's pronounced Dumas. <laughs> yeah. That was for root beer. Don't be a foam head. Oh, it was? Okay. Yeah. I always thought that was funny. <laughs> dumbass material all the way. <laughs> Surprised he could actually get away with saying that. <laughs> It was the 90s. Uh, anything goes in the 90s. Yeah. Kids were running amok and wearing flannel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't have time for dealing with censorship of commercials. They're all high on Sunny D. Treadfully <laughs> 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 deprived of purple stuff. They're almost, mm-hmm. they're almost dead. Alex, did you come up with anything yet? Yes. One of my f- this is a close second to one of my favorite commercials of all time because it's the one toy commercial that always sticks out. When somebody says toy commercial... 
it's always crossfire. Yeah, well, jumps, yeah. into jumps into my head. Crossfire. Crossfire. It looks so much cooler than it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, these kids, and they're on these floating things, and they're yeah. firing <laughs> bearings at <laughs> plastic stuff. I do remember that, yeah. I never had a crossfire, and I always wanted one, but then when I went over to a friend's house and I saw it, he's like, yeah, I don't have any bearings for it, and uh, one of the plastic pieces is broken, <laughs> and, the uh, gun, and the guns don't work, so I'm like, oh, man. So you, have you Brian never played Crossfire? No, I never played Crossfire. Never? Never. I, pl- I, I knew some kids who had it. I remember it was just very loud. When you shot the little bearings, it would make a really loud clank sound. Clack, 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 clack. And it was fun, I guess, but it wasn't nearly as fun as, as those commercials made it out to be. Two kids yeah. floating on yeah. stuff wearing leather. Yeah, it was like some sort of like Tron like death match where they're like trying to gun each other down with futuristic laser weapons or whatever. It was like, no, you're just kind of like pointing at little star things and shooting ball bearings at them. <laughs> and it makes a, making a hellacious racket. Yeah. Good old I think, crossfire. I think <laughs> Brian had it. I don't remember, but I, th- I want to yeah. say he had it. I don't remember, though. But yeah, I do remember that commercial. They made it seem really cool. I got caught up in it. <laughs> yeah. The it was similar but different was the Hungry Hungry Hippos. I never had that one. That always looked so cool. And then I played it at a friend's house, and then it wasn't very fun. Yeah. <laughs> There's no skill to it. You just hammer yeah. on the back of the hippo until all the marbles are gone. And then sometimes he wouldn't like close correctly, and it would just be a yeah. <laughs> no, no, it cheats. It cheats. <laughs> And then I guess now we're talking about like those complicated board games. What about Mousetrap? Remember that one? I've never played an actual game of Mousetrap before. We owned yeah. Mousetrap. We never played it once. We just built the Mousetrap. Yeah. That's what but, you wanted to do anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but did you ever get it to go all the way through? Yeah, I think, yeah, we did it. Yeah. Really? I don't think we were ever able to make the thing like, go the whole way with, and actually oh, yeah. have it fall down and get the mouse or whatever. Mm. <laughs> Maybe we're missing pieces or something. <laughs> <laughs> or we weren't very bright, one or the other. <laughs> or both. It was pretty much just go around the board and don't land on a mousetrap, and that was it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I what, played what, it exactly once, for real. But, I mean, like, didn't, wouldn't, didn't wouldn't you have to land on spaces and build the mousetrap, or would you just build the mousetrap oh. at the beginning and then play the game? Oh, you're right. You had, did have to build the mousetrap. Yeah, so I don't understand, like, you had to build the mousetrap, and to what, like, were you trying to, were you cooperating to build the mousetrap, or, I don't never... No, I think you'd land out on space, and it's like, oh, here's another piece of the mousetrap, and if you land there again, then it goes off. Oh, no. Okay. And you were out. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Wade? Uh, remember the Micro Machines commercials? Yeah. The talk, the super talking fast guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was in a bunch of commercials back in the eighties. And he was on That's Incredible. Was he? Yeah. As was the, he like the announcer? No, he was the uh, world record holder for the fastest talker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on a bunch of like, yeah. You got a lot of like news stories and stuff like that about him. Yeah, just the, the micro. The micro machines seemed to particularly hit with me because I was a Hot Wheels kid. I played with a lot of Hot Wheels, and so. I like the concept. I, I, the commercials worked on me because all of a sudden I really wanted micro machines. But when I got around to actually playing with micro machines, I realized, no, these are just like really stupid, dinky versions of things I already have. And it's kind of lame. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't really like him so much, but the fast talking, my God, the fast talking. <laughs> it just swept you away. There was no resisting it. Yeah. I could barely understand what he was talking about, but I loved it. <laughs> Do you guys remember the joke? Like, does your wiener say micro machines on it? <laughs> no. Then it's not the real thing. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Your wiener doesn't exist, I guess. <laughs> Uh, playground humor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> eh, it's still relative. It still works. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Use that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you go to work. Make a good bon mall. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you guys remember late night? Once again, local Crazy Gideon. Crazy oh, Gideon. Yeah. Oh I'm man. Crazy. Suck them deep and sell them cheap. I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah. This is another, like, yeah, during Conan, Conan O'Brien or whatever, late night show, and he's out, like, in, I forgot, we was on Traction and somewhere out in terrible part of L.A., and he, he's just, I got VCRs. You want VCRs? I'm crazy. I'm giving them away. <laughs> crazy. And they, like, sometimes they'd put, like, a net over him and take him away and stuff. Yeah. And the guy would crack me up. Was he just like it was like a pawn shop or something? Like how is he getting all this like cheap like secondhand like VCRs and TVs and stuff? Don't ask. Yeah, don't <laughs> ask. Guess not. He's Gideon. He's crazy. Yeah. He's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> not not in a fun way. <laughs> he used to crack me up, man. Uh, and yeah, that's just a pretty popular one. Another real quick, just to go back to one I mentioned with goes back with the. Jack Steffen was remember the AD do commercials. AD do AD do that's you. I don't remember what they did either, but I just remember them always on in the morning. I think, the think they were insurance or something like that. All right. No, I thought they were plumbers. No, they're plumbers. Oh, they're plumbers. Okay, yeah. I just remember that guy looked ex- almost identical to my grandfather. <laughs> so it was weird. Like he was saying AD do, which I didn't understand at the time, like what that meant. It was just noise, just words, sounds coming out of this guy's mouth. I was like. So, speaking of looking like grandfathers, this is not that, but it reminds me of an old man. Do you remember Donald Duck orange juice? I don't even know if yeah. it's still it I think still, it still exists. It's still around, yeah. Yeah. Those commercials, and I think it was, um, what's his face? Uh, the, guy from Mar- the guy from Mary Poppins. Um, Dan, uh, David, D- Dick Van Dyke? Yes, Dick Van Dyke. At least at one point, he was doing the commercials. Yeah. And I don't know, something about him doing the commercials and then Donald Duck on it. I used to beg my mom for Donald Duck orange juice. <laughs> She's like, no, it's expensive. We're going to get the, the, the concentrate, stuff. the Minimate yeah. concentrate. We're going to make it. <laughs> oh, from, from like the little cans? <laughs> yeah, that was the orange oh, juice wow. for me. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't afford that yeah, fancy, really fresh squeeze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, by the way, when I mentioned I like Fruity Pebbles, I didn't like Fruity Pebbles. I like pebbly fruits, like oh, the generic yeah. The generic version. In the bag. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't even come in a box. It's a bag. And like those names, instead of the Fruit Loops, they were Loop Fruits. And yeah. <laughs> toasted Oats instead of Cheerios. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I always wanted Donald Duck. I'm, you know what? Next time I go to the store, I'm going to look. And if they have Donald Duck orange juice, I'm going to buy it because, god damn it, I'm old enough. I can afford orange juice. I'm going to Get me some Donald Duck orange juice. I mean, rich, rich like Scrooge McDuck. The juice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe they have. Yeah, maybe they have Scrooge McDuck orange juice. I'll get that instead. <laughs> it comes in a gold container. Yeah. Well, it's got a gold colored inside. You know. Yeah. I'm gonna swim orange. in it like a big money vault. Big vat of orange juice. 
Jeebus. Pop out of the light-colored part. <laughs> I'll be the pulp. <laughs> Alex? Any more? Uh, no, that's it for me. I'm tapped. Yeah, tapped out. Uh, I'm pretty much tapped. The only thing, I don't have a specific one. It would just be all, like, recent times would be the Geico commercials. I think they're probably mm-hmm. the best company right now with commercials. With the cavemen and the just... Well, they haven't done the cavemen in a while, it seems. Yeah. Right? Remember the TV show? Like a, yeah, the TV show, which lasted, like, one episode. <laughs> Why did they think that was a good idea? Well, you know, um, what's it called? Uh, the Vern guy. Uh, er- Ernest? That that was originally a commercial character. That's true. That's another. Yeah, that's they spun that off into like like six movies. Oh really? I thought yeah. he actually did that for a skit or something. Nope, that was invented for uh, for commercials. Wow. Yep. Cool. <laughs> and to, to this day, when we used to go and watch those movies, I remember we saw like Ernest Saves Christmas. Ernest. Yeah. My, my dad would call him the Hey Vern guy. Yeah, yeah. Because you remember what he. Exactly. No one would call him Ernest. He would always just yeah. say, hey, Vern. Yeah. Hey, Vern. Hey, Vern. like Cerritos Auto Square, right? Wasn't that one of them? Uh, yeah, that was one of them. Yeah, Cerritos Auto Square. Yeah. yeah. He did a bunch of different things. But I think it was most usually car commercials, yeah. yeah. Hey, Vern. All right, and then I guess, yeah, with the Geico, like, the latest is, you know, does a, you know, does a... We go happy as a witch in a broom factory or whatever. I think those, oh, are, yeah. kind of, those are funny now. <laughs> yeah, those are, those are good. Yeah. Oh yeah, the guy going but not the Rod. All right, I thought you were going to mention the Rod Sterling guy. I was like, man, that's old. That's old now. <laughs> yeah, but those are good too. Can Kago save you fifteen dollars, fifteen percent, fifteen minutes? Does Elmer Fudd? I don't know. Whatever Elmer Fudd did. Does Elmer Does Fudd Elmer... stutter? <laughs> yeah. Just Elmer Fudd shit in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> he does. <laughs> All right. It's time for Native News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, I did it this time. Good job, Will. <laughs> I'm done asking questions or questioning this segment. Just going with it now. <laughs> so I guess the C- CES happened and there was some stuff and I don't know, just I heard some Microsoft news. Like, I guess... Windows 10 is going to be made available, and it'll be free if you have Windows 7 or Windows 8. So that's kind of cool, I guess. Sweet. Yeah. If it's and then, good. Yeah. And then they announced, or they showed, they previewed something called Holo, HoloLens? HaloLens? It's something. pronounced HOMO. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's it's like a augmented reality goggles that you wear. And it's, you put them on, and you you can, like... So the, the example they were using is someone was playing, um, what's that brick game that all the kids oh, like? Minecraft. Yeah, Minecraft. <laughs> that all the kids like these days. <laughs> Get off, they're crafting and they're mining. <laughs> and they're looking through the goggles and they see their living room, but then instead of like their empty tabletop, they'll actually see like their castle or whatever like on their coffee table and stuff. I think it's really cool. I mean, I don't know if it'll ever be like turned into a real product, but... We're we're close to being in the future. Just just saying that. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have stuff like this, and it's gonna be awesome. And um, that's all I got to say about that. I want my holodecks, damn it! Get get on that. See, this is close. Jetpacks and holodecks. With this, and then the what is it? The Oculus Rift. We're getting close to holodecks, I think. Yeah. 
and uh, and then as long as soon once porn takes it over, oh yeah, be, yeah. I don't think porn's gonna have to take it over. I think it's gonna be made for porn. That's what I meant. Yeah, and everything else is just gonna come by the wayside. Yeah, I guess porn content. I guess is what I'm getting at. <laughs> once they allow, you know, that stuff. It's just just like VHS and DVDs, right? And streaming of content. Porn dominates. <laughs> so long, internet. Yep. That's it for me. Wade, any news? Uh, I don't love news. Have you heard the whole controversy about the, uh, you know, the like the American Sniper plastic baby? What? <laughs> no. So American Sniper, which is getting very good reviews, uh, there's a scene where the main character and his wife are like, the, where the wife is holding this like this baby, and she's giving this like emotional talk about family and stuff like that, and about their relationship. And then he like takes the baby from her and like cradles it, and he responds. And the entire time, it's absurdly obvious that this is a plastic baby that they're passing back and forth, <laughs> completely undercutting all the drama of this very tense, dramatic scene. <laughs> Yeah, the baby's just like stiff armed and just kind of like you know like flapping around like whenever they accidentally jostle it. And so people are like, did they? This is like a, a big, high budget Clint Eastwood movie. Could they not just get a baby, like a real baby, like most other movies do? And maybe, so this, what? Maybe they had like a lot of takes, and the baby was just tired. Well, other 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 movies managed to work around baby schedules. So they're wondering, like, it was just like laziness. Was like, is Clint Eastwood just like a crotchy old man? He's like, I don't want to deal with that anymore. It's plastic, baby. They're fine. Nobody will notice. Or what? Like, what? What was the deal? So a couple of days later, like recently, it turns out that like the, the they did cast several babies, but they were all unavailable for that day. So they had to go with their backup plan, and so that's why there's a plastic baby. So they didn't actually want to go with the plastic baby. It was, they had no choice. So don't blame Clint Eastwood for the plastic baby, you bastards. I thought you were going to say they did cast a baby, and then they died, and then they used the plastic. (laughs) And they embalmed it, and that's why it's so so stiff. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) What? So you suddenly become a father, and you don't find dead baby jokes funny anymore. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Uh, You know what? They should... They should always use plastic babies. Why do you need a real baby? They're, they're superior in every way to real babies. Revenge oh, of the Sith yeah. didn't use real babies. That's for damn sure. Yeah, see? Luke was a fake baby. Look, he turned out to be good. <laughs> <laughs> CGI babies. Yeah. They well, weren't you... CGI babies. They were superimposed. <laughs> what superimposed me? <laughs> Fucking guy doesn't know what superimposed me. <laughs> All right, Alex, any news? Uh, yeah, speaking of Star Wars, from the mind of George Lucas, Strange Bullshit is coming out in theater soon. <laughs> strange Bullshit? Well, it's called Strange Magic. but What is, what is that? Oh, my gosh. It. it seems like Fern Gully, Epic, and Nomeo and Juliet all mixed into one movie. Ooh, that is a soup I want no part of. <laughs> Just, it is not. Have you ever tried the shitty soup? <laughs> it sucks. That is not just a clever oh, yes. name. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. You have to try it. <laughs> but yeah, it looks terrible. I mean, yeah. it's for it looks, kids. Oh, that's no excuse. I mean, it's it's a beautiful looking film visually, yeah. of course. Yeah, it's still Lucas Arts. You know, 
didn't Luke didn't, didn't Lucas like promise never to make movies again and sell <laughs> off LucasArts and dismantle everything and like scorch the earth and salt the fields and say fine you're free of me forever? No. No. Don't think you said that. Was that just my dream? Yeah. He also no. said this was the definitive version of Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> THX remastered. <laughs> the definitive. That's it. No more Star Wars. So I got no problem with him doing new stuff and just stay away yeah. from Star Wars and Indiana Jones. And like I said, this I saw the commercial during the football games, and I mean I don't know. It didn't it, I won't go see it, but it didn't look too bad. It looked like a kids thing. I mean, to me, it looked no different than any Pixar commercial I've ever seen. Yeah, it's just... You're just upset because it's Lucas. No, I'm upset because it's been done, like, so many times before. And it's not It's not been done like, uh... Whatchamacallit? Oh, what are the, the blue Smurf people. What am I thinking of? Avatar. Avatar. It's Smurfs. not like oh. Avatar, where there's actually some, you know... Yeah, it's the same rehash story all the time, but it's told really well and everything. The commercials just make it look like crap. Hmm. And it looks like, you know, Epic that came out, like, I don't know, six, seven months ago. Epic, that was longer than that, wasn't it? Yeah, was it a couple years? Oh, well. Yeah, Anyways. I think it was a couple years. Yeah. But, eh. Well, I, for one, hope it does well. Lucas deserves a new thing to fuck up. I don't have kids, <laughs> so I don't need to see any of those movies, so I'm just yeah. going to let them all flow under the bridge. Just wave at them yeah. as they pass. Well, it's a CG movie, so it irks me. But anyways. Oh, uh, okay. Professionally? Yes. Uh, all that animator time could have been spent animating something better. You wish you could be on this film, Alex. Come on. It's good stuff, man. Well, right now, yeah. <laughs> no, but not even that. Like... No, being part of a feature film, even if it's crappy, would be yeah, cool. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I still... You put to be a, one of those projects that I would hate. Oh yeah, I was on that movie. How was it? Ugh, working on it was cool. <laughs> the end product. Eesh. So like every video game you've ever worked on. Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Ouch. You guys are dicks. <laughs> uh, Brian left. <laughs> that wraps up this episode. Uh, next week uh, we're gonna do Lost in Translation. I think we were supposed to do it this week. Scott's full of shit, uh, a.k.a. he has the poops, and uh, so we'll probably do that next week. Uh, we're totally off, of course, sir. we'll do something. I'm doing the opposite of getting a beer. I'm having nuts. <laughs> That's the opposite of getting a beer. Yep. <laughs> exact other side of the spectrum.